Welcome to the Hog Podcast. Right now we have uh, Cody with us right here. Uh, Cody is a, uh, aka the Iceman per se, and Cody has a social media platform where he plunges himself in ice. He's gotten millions and millions of views and a lot of fans just from this exact um, uh, stunt that he pulls off. So tell us a little more about that, Cody. How, how, did, how did you get into that? How does the, the, the ice make you feel? Yeah, so, um, you know, I ran across Wim Hof, which a lot of ice bath uh, people are probably well familiar with. Uh, he's kind of the OG of ice baths. And uh, I just saw a documentary about him. Got really intrigued by what he was doing and, and why. The immune system support is really kind of the, the big thing that got me intrigued about it. And uh, I started messing around with different uh, types of cold therapy. Um, you know, I just started going outside yeah. barefoot in the snow, um, cold showers, and then just gradually progressed to where I was uh, taking ice baths pretty frequently. And uh, then this past oh. year, I set a personal goal to go the entire winter without missing a single day. And yeah, so that's and really what got me posting uh, daily. And uh, it caught a lot of people's attention. And, and then here we are. Of course. And then for you as well, you, you even mentioned that you had a friend that you told this to, um, that the walking barefoot and, and, and shoveling the snow outside. And you said that, and this is based on last time we spoke, you said that he's not cold anymore. Uh, there's a lot of, yeah, things that are a lot of health benefits per se that go into it as well. He hunts a lot, and so he, he was just telling me how he his feet get cold all the time. So I I just told him, hey, just do these brief exposures, kind of work your way up, and, and now he can go out all day. Feet never get cold. Um, in fact, you do it frequent enough. Like like for me, I can't even have sheets on my feet when I'm in bed because my feet will just get yeah. so hot. So your your body learns how to heat up really efficiently. Hundred percent. I see. I see a bench rack behind you as well. From 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 what I'm witnessing, yeah. <laughs> obviously you you you're a power lifter, right? And you've broken some world yep. records, according to what I know. Uh, would you mind naming them? I mean, what what world records did you break? How did you get to that point? Yeah. So um, I I competed in powerlifting for probably five years or so now. Um, there's different divisions, uh, weight categories, age categories, and uh, in the World Powerlifting Congress, the WPC. Um, I had five world records. One of them got broken this past summer, so currently hold four okay. world records. Um, and then I got some more around 20 national records and then a handful of state records. Mm-hmm. And they all they range from different uh, categories and, and geared or ungeared, which is just equipment that you wear. So there's like bench shirts or or squat suits and different things like that. Mm-hmm. So cl- clearly you're very motivated, obviously. Um, and we, we talked about this as well, just a little bit briefly off camera, but uh, the reason to your motivation is kids, to, like the kids that you have, the kids that you're currently raising. And I asked you and I was like, hey, I mean, why why do you wake up in the morning? And you kind of told me that it's because of your kids, because of your family. And I automatically respect that. Something I don't respect is when people wake up and they, chase their quote-unquote money so anybody who wakes up and is like man i want to get rich this and that it's not going to happen because your intentions need to be pure so for you it's the it's the kids would that be correct yeah yeah absolutely man i agree with you 100 percent. and uh you know i, I want to be a good example for my children and i want them to see what i'm doing every day and, and know that they can push themselves 
to do more and be better and always strive to to be better version of yourself every single day and if we're not pushing ourselves um, we're not yeah. growing you know we're just stagnant then what's the point so 100 percent. and then yeah, yeah i just try I, to I be that example as well. yeah yeah I, I kind of view it this way as well so i was raised in iraq obviously and, and my father is i guess you say he's one of the hardest working people that i've ever met in my life uh, this man has provided everything for us he's you know the reason why i I'm, I'm the man that I am today. And something that he always tells me is that you, as a father, you don't want anybody to be better than you except for your own children. So you would only accept that your children would be better than you. And that's how he would. Yeah, I like of, that. Uh, it's the same that he would always say. It's, it's absolutely true because it, it goes back to your bloodline, right? As a child, when you grow up, you should automatically inherently say that this is my last name. This is my bloodline. If I don't do these tasks, I'm almost not fulfilling, I wouldn't say my purpose, but I'm not fulfilling the, the I'm not making my, my bloodline proud. Um, yeah. So do you have yeah. any expectations for your children? I'm, I'm sure you do, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, my kids are pretty young. I've got a six-year-old son and a nine-year-old daughter. And okay. my daughter, she she's a lot like me. She likes to challenge herself and and push yourself to do some hard things. And, and my son, he as well, he's just a super smart kid, um, really advanced. And so I know he's going to be much smarter than I am. And, and, and yeah. uh, I'm already super proud of them. And they come down the basement and work out with me. And, um, you know, my daughter, she's the fastest nine-year-old in the state. She ran track last year, got first place in the 100. It's, it's genetic, isn't it? It's, it's Maybe, genetic so. for you, man. Yeah. yeah, I think it's just working hard, man. They they both work really hard, um, and I think they just see my example, and so they know that uh, life isn't free, and and you got to work hard to get what you want. So, absolutely, and you always notice this. So, when it comes to the way that a family is shaped, if you know, uh, if the kids are raised with only the mother, then they become a little too soft, and. I'm not going to say they don't know how to deal with people, but especially the men, when, when they grow up, they become people pleasers, per se. And if they're only raised by the father, then there's a type of, of roughness that goes into them where you can kind of tell that these guys were raised in a certain way that, that's very masculine. And this goes for both uh, the, the kids who are girls and boys as well. Um, and that's something, that, that's something that I've also noticed as well. So... The dynamic of just the good cop, bad cop, usually the dad is the bad cop most most times, sometimes it's the mom. But that dynamic just really works together. And I feel like kids as a whole, they need that. And some kids right now, whether it's based on culture, whether it's based on any reasons, they don't have that. So how do you how do you go about that? I mean, if, if are, are you too harsh? Yeah, you know, uh, no, so I'm divorced, but... My ex-wife oh, and I yeah. have a really good uh, parenting relationship. She, uh, we get along well. We put our differences aside and, and we focus on the kids. We do what's important for them. And so I'm, I'm just super grateful that we're both really aligned with that. No matter what our differences are, it always comes back to the kids. And we put our differences aside and focus on them and do what they need. And so 100%. we're really, uh, we work well together. Um, and we, we talk things through and, and try to figure out what the best option is for our children. So um, I'm really blessed in that way to have someone that 
they can put those differences aside and, and just focus on yeah. the kids, you know? So it's absolutely not easy either. It's very difficult. No. I mean, just to go through something like that is extremely harsh. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's I, rough, I, man. I, I, not exactly what I had planned, but, but you know, here we yeah. are. It's life. Yeah. Yeah. I have a gentleman that I know as well. And, and this guy, uh, he was having issues. I mean, he's, he's beyond wealthy. He's very wealthy. And he was having issues with, uh, his family as well, and his wife and his divorce. Obviously, I'm not going to name names, but this this man was sleeping outside of his house in his office, in his business office. He was just doing that three, four days in a row, and it was just a complete mess. So, assumingly, I've never been through something like this. I've never been married, never been divorced. So, obviously, I'm not going to understand the situation that goes into that, but I'm assuming there's a whole lot of things and a whole lot of aspects that go into it that would be extremely difficult in a way. And I'm sure that that helps you and that, you know, gives you more of a drive to do the things that you want to do as well. Where it's like, all right, fuck it, I'm going to lift this. I'm going to, you know, this is going to be much heavier. Cool. I've been through it. I'm going to put my energy towards the things that, that, that hurt me. And then I'm going to, you know, lift this weight up heavier than I've ever lifted it before. So that plays a big aspect yeah, as well. Yeah, absolutely. You say so? Definitely channeling that energy, you know, taking all those emotions and, and channeling that into something positive can be huge um, help and, and determination. And I, I use my kids for to kind of dig deep for that yeah. grit and uh, motivation quite often. And I'm just thinking about them gives me a whole nother level of, of uh, determination. So. Absolutely. And then, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you had told me that you also meditate as well. And I'm, I'm a big fan of meditation. So, I mean, what, what, how do you meditate? What kind of meditation do you do? Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I got into it. I read a book on the like Tibetan kind of style and just kind of quiet the mind, focus on the breath. Um, that's how I really got into it. And since then I'll listen to different, uh, meditations, guided meditations. Um, and yeah, it, it's amazing how much it, helps quiet your mind and, and focus and kind of organize your thoughts and just uh, get yourself centered and ready for the day. So it's a uh, practice I try to do daily. Um, you know, wake up, do some meditation, jump in the ice bath. Uh, if I have some time, I'll do some journaling and hit a workout and right. say so, way to start the day, man. Absolutely. And that's exactly what I do as well. And then my thing is sometimes there's people that view meditation as prayer almost. So they, they mix the two together. Um, if you're a religious man, how, how do you go about that? Because I, I have questions about that myself. I meditate very often, but I also pray very often as well. Yeah, yeah um, I do as well. And, yeah, and I'm just not mixed together for you. Or, I mean, how does that work? I mean, I generally, I've never tried it both together at the same time. Yeah, you know, um, so I, I was born in uh, LDS Mormon family and community. And... Uh, as I got older and, and for me, it's just not really the religion that I wanted to follow. So I, I study a lot of different religions and I try to glean what I can from, from those. And, and I feel like I still use prayer. And so that's kind of the, the prayer that I was brought up with. And, and I still kind of follow that same formula of prayer, I guess, if you will. But um, with time, I've, I've kind of just, morphed into my own uh, kind of belief system and prayer is huge meditation. Um, 
It's awesome. I, I practice fasting pretty frequently. I think those are all powerful tools. Absolutely. And, and I'm fasting right now. It, it detoxes your body in a way that's, that's, it's unbelievable really how, how it works. It is, man. And it, it also really makes is. you feel a little bit envious, of course. It makes you feel envious as well of the people who don't have food, who don't have water. You're like, okay, yeah. I know what it feels like. So let me get back to the community, get back to those people. Um, and for you as well, I mean, you, you've been you know, meditating, you've been doing your thing for a very long time. You went very viral on TikTok as well. Um, you had what, 11 million views or was it? Yeah. Yeah. I think about 11 million views on my, my main video. And then I've got some others with a couple million. So yeah. Yeah. And then you get a lot yeah. of traction and, and, and I mean, obviously people had a lot of stuff to say. I mean, what, what were they saying? Yeah. I would say it's overwhelmingly positive. Um, most of the people have just been motivated and inspired and, and it's been pretty amazing to see the amount of people people that send me their ice bath videos and they they're asking yeah, the questions yeah. and they want to get into it. And, um, you know, that that's been just amazing and fun. And, and then of course you're going to get the haters out there who just want to, that's stupid. And, and why are you doing that? Yeah. And, and there's no health benefits. It's like, Hey man, that's, I, I can tell you for a fact there are, um, whether science yeah. backs me or not, I feel the effects and uh, it works for me. And, and maybe it's not going to work the same for everyone, but I have no doubt that Absolutely. it's been a huge benefit. I mean, there's, there's studies about it that, that prove that it's, it's, it's beneficial. Yeah. The people who say that it's no benefit are, they're using it as a shield. Anybody who hates, I, I, exactly. I believe they're, they're shielding themselves from something. They don't want to take accountability exactly for right. it. Not going into the bath themselves and trying it themselves. So they just shit on it as if, um, it's, it's a bad thing. It's true. I mean, there's there's a whole lot of studies as well. I mean, I read that there's you know it boosts testosterone and it, it, you know there's a lot of yep. health benefits to it that, that goes into it. And there's a whole entire article that talks about percentages and like lowers uh, different types of, of diseases and the chance of diseases. Um, have you? I mean, you you obviously felt a difference, right? Oh yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, um, so I've done. I'm kind of just a health fanatic in, in my whole life. I'm always yeah. looking for that new kind of cutting edge um, biohack that I can practice. Um, and anybody that's known me for a long time, they're like, yep, there's Cody doing that weird thing, you know, whatever the new <laughs> thing is. But out of all the health hacks I've tried, man, there's no question. Ice bath is one of the most powerful ones. Um, mm-hmm. And sauna, so, so I love sauna as well. There you go. Yep. I was just going to ask about that. So you do, you have a couple of videos of you going into the smaller sauna. Um, and we've talked yeah. about this before, and it went it went viral too. I mean, yeah, the sauna. Um, I wish I had a full size, real deal sauna, but for the time being, you know, it's it's the best I can do, and it works great. Um, yeah, yeah. I've actually used that same little sauna to cut weight for powerlifting competitions. I had a I spent six hours straight in that one time, cut ten pounds in about fourteen hours. Just that six hours straight in a sauna. <laughs> yeah, and I felt like death when I got out. It was probably not the smartest thing ever. I mean, obviously you have water with you, right? You're drinking water every every now yeah, and then. No, no so water, man. No water at all. No, until man, I had to weigh in. So I, I, I had to wait. It, it was probably a little bit dumb, a little bit dangerous. 
I mean, sure, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> as long as you have supervision, I guess. Um, sometimes what, what ends up happening, like for me, I get extremely dizzy when I go into the sauna because I'm already, I work out for about an hour or so. I don't really do more than that. And I go into the sauna for about 10, 15 minutes just to kind of continue Dude, that sweat. That's the best. That makes sense. And I meditate, and the second I Absolutely. walk out, I have never in my life oh, taken yeah. anybody to the sauna. Walked out, and then they said, I don't feel good. It's, it's, there's a feeling that goes to it, like the air, the, the breeze that goes into it. Or it's like, I feel like it, I, I was just born again. That's what it feels like. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing, man. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's incredible feeling, and uh, I... I wish more people would, would try these things, sauna and, and ice bath and these different extremes pushing our bodies like this. Uh, you know, we, we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier how we don't have these physical stressors in our life anymore. Life's so convenient and easy. And um, if, if you're not creating these stresses for yourself, you're just going to end up with emotional stress, anxiety, depression, and, and all these terrible internal things that we create because we don't have the external stressors. So um, I, I think in this day and age with so many commodities and, and just everything is just so easy to, to do, you know, air conditioning's everywhere and our bodies just don't get these uh, environmental stressors or physical stressors. So yeah. we have to go yeah. seek these out. And if you're not, you're just going to have disease and, and health issues, man. A hundred percent. And then a lot of the disease, I mean, this is kind of going far away from, from science in a way, but a lot of the things, a lot of diseases that occur in your mind are worsened because of you. So, for example, let's say you get a cold and you feel like you're you know, absolutely doing terrible and you can't get up out of bed, this and that. The cold is going to be worse, right? You're, you're going you're gonna to wake up feeling worse. And then... Um, that, that goes back into anything. It's just really internal beliefs. And if, if, for example, let's say I get a cold, I get up, I'm like, okay, I still got to work. Somebody got to pay the bills. Something's got to happen. I'm still going to get up. And I'm not going to yep. let that affect me. I'm not going to let that bring me down. So what, what's a cold, right? To other people, a cold could be super tired, whatever, and it could last much longer than it needs to last just because of your internal thoughts. So sicknesses, diseases, this and that, they last longer. I agree with you 100%, man. Um, it, it's mindset. Our minds are way more powerful than we give credit to. Um, and it just kind of ties back into the ice bath thing. You know, you're, yeah, yeah. some of these people ever decide to go try this, the second you get in, your body says, oh, shit, get me out of here. I hate this. This is not good. <laughs> and, and you got to tell yourself, yeah. like, hey, calm down. It's okay. Um, our minds are much more powerful than we give them credit for. And people will... It's it's a great way to train your mind to push through difficult things, and um, just having that daily practice is really helping strengthen my mind and and help yeah, push me in other it's ways. All consistency. Absolutely, it's, it's all consistency Absolutely. from from what I've seen as well. You're you're the king of consistency. I, mean, I don't I don't know anybody who's going into an ice bath every single day for a whole entire winter outside. I mean, if for those watching, if you see the videos, it's, it's absolutely insane. How, how you do it. Yeah, it, it sucked, man. There was a couple of days. I think it hit negative 20 was the coldest day Fahrenheit. So that's like negative, uh, shoot, like 30 Celsius. And 
It, it was pretty yeah. brutal, man. Was like I was actually colder getting out of the water. So the second I got out and my body's all wet, the the water's freezing to my body almost instantly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. uh and then, and then what, what, what do you, you just gotta tell yourself it's okay. Yeah, yeah. So I just go straight inside, dry off. Typically I'd stay outside and, and take some deep breaths, kind of soak up the, the cold air. But on that day, it, it literally hurt just being outside. So straight in the house, yeah. got dried off. And then I'll usually go straight into a workout. Um, just do a real slow warm up and it helps get my yeah. body heated back up pretty quickly. But still get that brown fat a- activation that you're after. Great. And then I also heard, I mean, I'm not sure how true this is, but individuals who, for example, go into the sauna and then right away walk out the sauna into a cold environment and drink cold water, that can cause some type of shock that can happen internally towards them. So there's cautions and, and health things that you need to look, look at sure. before you, you indulge in these. You're absolutely, absolutely right. There's no doubt about that. And um, I've had people ask me with heart conditions, is this safe for me to do? And and it's uh, the same thing I always say is, is consult your physician. I'm not a healthcare professional, but I do believe there's a lot of benefits to these, these hacks, but yeah, you always need to talk to your doctor, make sure it's safe for you and, and incrementally try these things. If it is safe, just do it in small doses. Uh, I actually had a friend who did an ice bath for seven minutes on their very first time and got kind of sick I, I think it was just too much shock on their body and yeah, um, yeah you really do need to pace it take your time there there are certain people who are just extremely mentally tough and they are going to be able to push farther than than most people and um, you still got to be cautious you know there is a level of danger involved with some of this stuff so you got to be smart listen to your body yeah yeah know your limits I mean, when, when, when is it enough like when when is or you're like, okay, damn, I need to, I'm done. I, I can't do anymore. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so once it doesn't hurt or feel cold, that's when it's like you really, really need to get out and get warm and back up. If you're just starting out, once it doesn't you know, hurt. I, I recommend like two to three minutes is, is a great place to start. Um, if, if you get 30 seconds, I've, I've had people that they get in and it's just excruciating for them. 30 seconds is, is yeah. great, man. It's, it's intense cold. It's something you want to work up to, but I would say three to five minutes. I wouldn't go much more than that. If you're a beginner um, with time, you can push your body and your, your body will, will tell you, you know, I, the longest I've done is 10 minutes and that's, that's pushing it. I mean, it took several hours to warm up, and yeah, yeah. But the the now let's, let's the big reason the, you need to work up to it. Um, yeah. Go ahead, brother. Why, why do you talk to? Oh, so I, I was just gonna say the big reason you, you want to train up to it is training your circulation to to stay open, and you, especially your extremities, your arms and legs and feet, because if um, they're not strong enough they haven't had that ability to stay open um, when you go on those long lengths of time those capillaries veins they'll close up and and you do risk things like uh frostbite and things like that so well you can train your body to where you can go for a long time i think mean, when hop holds the record at like two hours 
when I was about 25, my metabolism slowed down. Prior to that, I literally, I would eat pizza, hamburgers. As long as I was working out hard, I would get in amazing shape. And uh, around 25, my metabolism slowed down and and I really started to have to pay attention to my diet. And it it was kind of funny. I I didn't really think about it much, but um, I went on vacation. We came back and I was looking at pictures and I was like, oh my gosh, like I was quite a bit softer than, uh, yeah. Then I had been in the past, so that's that's when I really started to key in on like diet is everything, and not just for physical appearances though, but energy, mental health, like so many things. Diet's key. Uh, you know? That I, I think a lot of young kids kind of uh, take for granted, and and they can get away with eating that garbage, but they would really benefit yeah. from from a focused, healthy diet. Not only for the benefits, but it kind of helps just establish that uh, that lifestyle and, and keep it a habit so, you know, they don't have to try to break those habits or change the lifestyle later on when it's a little bit more difficult. Entirely. And then I have a lot of people come to me that ask me questions and say, um, you know, less about my body, more about, about you know, I go to the gym very often. I, I, I'm on a diet as well, not on a diet, but I, I really watch what I eat as well. I have people come to me and, and ask me and say, hey, I mean, where, where do I start? What do I do? How do I uh, gain? The, how do I start a business? What do I do? How do I feel better about myself? And the answer is always go to the gym. There's no other answer for me. If you feel depressed, go to the gym. For sure. Right, have a sense of accomplishment because no nowadays doubt. kids are developing ADHD. I mean, ADHD is being developed as we speak, right? If somebody's watching even the clips of mine, right, they're just scrolling through next, next. Oh, this one is interesting. Cool. Okay, watched it. Next. I don't like this one. Next. So it's 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 developing a, a type of uh, attention disorder, and I don't believe. I mean, I believe these things are, are truly developed. I mean, I, I was diagnosed with ADHD. I grew up. I don't have an issue with it. I don't take any pills. I'm, I'm completely fine, and I can focus. Um, so it's a it's a development thing. I think that's really affecting our our generation. And, and clearly, I mean, you have some concerns about this as well. I would. I would be worried if you didn't, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely, man. And um, something I pay attention with with my, my own kids and make sure that they're eating what's right and what's healthy. And um, I, I think it's a lot easier for them just because they see me as an example and, and their mom, of course, she eats healthy. So um, yeah. I, I think being an example is probably the best way to handle it as a parent. Um, and you know you're you're gonna have healthy foods in your house if if you're eating a healthy lifestyle, and so those things won't be really an option. And your kids just kind of learn and grow up knowing that this is the way to be. A hundred percent. And then speaking about you know being an example for those kids who may not have that example figure or their father just may not be a parent in their life. Um, you know, there's a lot of questions that go into it, as if you know who's who's the who's going to be their example. What should they do? Because not everybody's lucky enough to have an example. Um, so, I mean, to those people, what would you recommend for them? Yeah, it's a lot it tougher. Happens. You're going to have to, they're definitely going to have to have more discipline. They're going to have to dive more into it and kind of learn and, and understand what is healthy and what's not. I think that's a big issue for a lot of people. They don't understand what healthy foods are. And, you know, a lot of people think just eating a salad is healthy. It's like, yeah, but you're putting a ton of other unhealthy things on that. And yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it just poses more challenges that 
you can absolutely overcome. You know, I was listening to a, a really interesting podcast on longevity by Dr. David Sinclair. He's a world-leading expert on longevity. And he talked about how 80% of our DNA is um, within our control. So I often hear people say, yeah, well, your genetics are great. It's like, no, man, you can change 80%. That's the vast majority of your body is changeable by the foods you eat, the stimulus you give your body, rest, you know, just all these factors. So um, it's just it's not really a great excuse. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Again, we go back to the point where it's like people would rather deflect responsibility than take responsibility for something. A lot of people who we're talking about would just rather hate you. They, they don't know. They have no idea. They've never been through something. Um, and they don't know how to react to it, so they'd rather just you know, run away from it. You know, and especially nowadays, social media and a lot of outlets are created for people to escape. So we have movies, we have TikTok, you know, we have social media as a whole, basically. Um, we have activities that we do outside, and everybody just wants to escape, escape, escape. You, you, you're, you know, you're going through stuff, here, here's some weed, go smoke weed. You know, you're, you're yeah. depressed, you're not feeling good about yourself. Go to a bar, go drink, go talk to some girls. You know, some girls will fix that temporarily, possibly. But in the long term, you you have to be able to rely on yourself. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and it, it's exactly like you're talking about. You know, those things are all just deflecting. You're, you're not coping with whatever it is that's bothering you. You're going to go drink away your sorrows or smoke away the, the issue. And ultimately, you have to deal with it. And it's, it's just like you just said. It's deflection. Um, they're putting it off until a later date and better to just face life head on and, and work through each challenge as it comes so that they don't stack up. Absolutely. Uh, um, well, I, I definitely appreciate you for, for coming on the podcast. I mean, it's, it's obviously a pleasure. All of your links will be in the description. You also have a YouTube channel as well with like around 20 K issue vlogs, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm trying to kind of work on that, and, and I want to get more content on uh, diet and exercise on there, and hopefully get uh, that to grow a little bit. Yeah, and I mean, I'm, I'm always I'll always be there to support, uh, and, and you know, we'll get you clips. We'll, for those who are watching, man, uh, we'll get you support that, that, that you need. Uh, definitely a huge inspiration to not only me but to a lot of people who are watching me do these things and you know after i watched your videos it was like i truly want to dub myself in an ice bath now it's almost a challenge yeah man. so when, when the opportunity comes you know I'm, unless i create opportunity myself but hopefully sometime soon i'll be able to yeah to do that experience it's really like i'm gonna look forward to seeing that uh man, we'll see we'll see we'll see how it goes <laughs> i don't know well, thank you so much i definitely appreciate you for your time um yeah. yeah. Hey, thank you so much. I appreciate you and uh, look forward to seeing more of your, your content, bro. Absolutely. Thank you so much.